Hello and welcome to Here's Johnny's Reviews and my look at the cult movie that bridges Halloween with Christmas, Tim Burton's A Nightmare Before Christmas. The movie that took over three years to make and was in production for years. In fact, it was in production for nearly ten years I believe. It became a pop culture icon, however over the past few years it has sadly been raped and now all people care about is having a Jack Skellington backpack or pin slash badge and not even saw the 1993 movie because most of them weren't even fucking born then. It's sad how much Disney has raped pop culture. Now, The House of the Mouse has its greedy little paws on not only Star Wars but now Marvel and it's only going to get bloody worse folks. Hopefully they do not get their hands on DC because then they've got the whole monopolising fucking everything, the bloody... Anyway, with that it's back to the movie. Uh, does this movie still stand up as a good movie, or has Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook and the multitude of other social medias turned us into one gigantic meme? With that, it is on with the show. I should say that this thing took three plus years to make and was painstakingly done by hand. Um, apparently each second was a week or something like that, so moving on. So moving on to the cast starring Chris Sarandon, Catherine O'Hara, William Hickey, Paul Ribbons, and Danny Elfin, directed by Henry Schleck, not Tim Burton, as he was too busy doing, um, what's he doing? Let's see, Batman, I believe, and Ed Wood. Batman Returns, that is, and Ed Wood. The plot, the king of Halloween town, Jack Skellington, is bored with his life of scares. While out of a walk with his friendly dog, he stumbles across Christmas Town. Fascinated by this place, he decides to do Christmas that year and give Sandy Claus the year off. Unfortunately things don't go as planned as the town folk of Halloween Town can't get to grips on Christmas. Can Christmas be saved or is it doomed at the hands of the Oogie Boogie Man? The movie opens with narration which was supposed to be Vincent Price. However his voice was deemed too weak as his wife had died the year before and he was really weak. In fact actually he died shortly after I believe. Um, of pneumonia allegedly on set of Edward Scissorhands, so moving on. So it was handed over to Patrick Stewart, but he didn't do that one either, however his voice can be heard on the soundtrack and I have no idea who voiced the voiceover on this movie. It then shows where all the holidays come from in tree form for some reason. Then it's swiftly onto Halloween Town where we hear one of the most iconic songs of this movie, This Is Halloween, as we are shown around town and we meet some of the locals. As the song ends, we meet Halloween Town King Jack Skellington, voiced by Fright Nights and Child Play star Chris Sarandon, also voiced by Danny Elfman, well his singing voices anyway, who not only wrote the score but wrote all of the songs for this, so Jack Skellington is in all his Sleepy Hollow Scarecrow Realness, another great Tim Burton movie you must check out if you haven't already done it. Then he catches fire and reveals his trademark black and white suit, all very Beetlejuice, and yet another great Tim Burton movie you must check out. Walking around town, Jack is congratulated by the townsfolk, led by the mayor, voiced by Glenn Saddox of Beetlejuice and a Demolition Man fame. However, for years I thought this thing was John Goodman. We are introduced to Patchwork Woman, Sally, voiced by Catherine O'Hara of Home Alone fame, and her creator, Dr. Frankenstein, uh, voiced by William Hickley. So he drags her back to his lab. As the town celebrates another successful Halloween and hands out prizes, Jack sneaks off to sing just how bored he is of his life, as his faithful dog Zero follows. 
Note, Zero's nose is actually a small jack-o'-lantern, with Sally eardropping in shock, hiding behind a gravestone. So Sally returns to the lamp, after topping up on her deadly nightshade, to have her arm sewn back on, which she ripped off earlier in the movie, to escape from the nutty professor. Only to be told, she's never getting it again, that she is the Doctor's one and only greatest invention, if not creation. Back with Jack, as he walks through a dead forest with Zero in tow, he stumbles onto the doors that lead to other holidays uh, by, after throwing a rib for Zero to fetch. The next morning, the worried two-faced mare, and by two-faced I mean he has a revolving head, with two-faces not a two-faced backstabber, hunts for Jack after not getting a reply at his house door. Jack is lost in the woods until he finds the trees with the doors to the other holidays on them. He looks over the doors, one for Thanksgiving Town, Easter Town, St Valentine's Town, but he finally settles on Christmas Town, which he enters as we hear the iconic song, What's This?, as he explores the town of Forever Christmas, my worst nightmare. He seems fascinated by every little thing. He then finds Sandy Claus, a voice by Edward Ivory, however Jack thinks he's just like him, a tyrannical king. Back in Halloween Town, locals have searched everywhere, but have come up empty-handed, so the now overly worried mayor is even more panicked. Up at the lab, Sally poisons the doctor's soup after tricking him into eating it. She makes her escape. Back in town, Jack returns on a snowmobile full of Christmas goodies, so he calls a town meeting to tell them what he found in Christmas Town, which of course the townsfolk do not get and think everything is scary. He also tells them he plans to take over Christmas for that year. Then he tells them about their leader, Sandy Claus, which he spins into the delight, sorry, which he spins much to the delight of the townsfolk into something more scary and sinister than he actually is. However, thinking about it, this is an old man that watches you from the top of the world, has an army of elves doing his bidding, has a list of every child on the planet, sits and Judges, you enters your bedroom one night and leaves you something, but only a few are nice and not on a naughty list. Maybe he's not far off the mark. Hmm. So Jack pours over books to learn the meaning of Christmas. Meanwhile, up at the lab, the mad professor locks Sally up after her poisoning him the night before to go to the town meeting. Jack shows up, asking him for help to run experiments to find out just what Christmas is. He returns home and runs experiments on various Christmas items such as holly, mistletoe, baubles, etc, etc. But he still doesn't understand the true meaning of Christmas. Meanwhile, back up the lab, Sally makes another escape to help Jack, much to the annoyance of the mad professor. After Sally gives Jack a gift parcel, then runs off, she stops to pick a thistle, which magically turns into a Christmas tree, then bursts into flames, much to her shock. The next morning, as the town folks sing something's up, Jack laments he still doesn't get the deal with Christmas. However, he has come up with a plan to take over Christmas, as he hands out chores for the town's folks, such as giving the professor the task of building his sleigh and a reindeer. It's here we meet Oogie Boogie's kids. Barrow, voiced by Danny Elfman, Shock, voiced by Catherine O'Hara, and Locke, voiced by Paul Rubin, Pee Wee Herman himself. So Jack gets them to kidnap Sandy Claus, so off they go singing Kidnap the Santa Claus. As we're introduced to Oogie Boogie, voiced by Ken Page, they gleefully ride off in their looking bathtub to do their deadly deed, or naughty deed. Meanwhile, Jack is still handing out chores 
to the townsfolk, he doesn't listen to Sally's warnings. Two of the disastrous Christmas that will happen if he takes over Christmas. Instead, he gives her the task of making his Santa suit. Lock, Shock and Barrow return, however, not with Santa, but the Easter Bunny. While bickering amongst himself, Jack scolds him, telling him to return, not to return without Santa, and return the Easter Bunny unharmed. The lab, the professor is building another Frankenstein-esque monster as Igor shows him the plans to the undead reindeer. Meanwhile, the townsfolk singing, making Christmas, while preparing the Christmas gifts for Jack's run as Santa, except they put in horrible items such as spiders, snakes, shrunken heads and beheaded dolls. In montage, we cut from Christmas Town, we cut to Christmas Town rather, preparing for Christmas to the lab as we see the doctor has now finished the undead undead reindeer. Then back to Halloween Town as they stack Jack's coffin sleigh with their frightening goodies. We see Locke, Shock and Barrow finally kidnap Sandy. Clause. Taking him to Jack, he doesn't listen to Sally's warnings yet again. So Locke, Shock and Barrow carry Sandy Claus off to Oogie Boogie's lair. Meanwhile, up at the lab, Sally comes up with a plan to stop Jack by using magical fog. While the professor is building another monster, which he gives half his brain to. In Oogie Boogie's lair, Santa is mocked by Oogie in the song I'm the Boogeyman. The lair itself is one big casino with a huge roulette wheel with fluorescent paint all over a place, all over bats and other scary items. That's night, Christmas Eve. Sally's fog works until Zero's nose comes to the rescue as a Rudolph. So off goes Jack to deliver his scary presents. As Jack delivers the gifts to the children of the world, they're stunned by the horrifying items, so the parents of the real world phone the police and army. So soon Jack is hunted and shot out of the sky. At Oogie's lair, Sally breaks Sandy Claus out, however it's quickly caught. With Jack shot down, the mayor of Halloween Town frets that Jack is dead. However, in a graveyard, he comes to and decides to go back to his old persona. Lamenting his mistake, he sings, What have I done? While sitting on the gravestone back at Oogie's Casino, uh, Sally hears about Jack's fate while tied to Oogie's relative next to Santa Claus. Jack returns to Oogie's lair to rescue them, but Oogie sets off traps as Jack tries to rescue them. Unfortunately for Oogie, Jack uses one of his own traps against him and rips them open, pulling at his loose string, turning him into a pile of bugs which Jack quickly kills. As Oogie wanted to take over not only Halloween Town, but Christmas Town. So apologising to Santa, he lets him go with that Santa fixes Christmas, Sally gets her man, and Jack has a new lease on life as the king of Halloween. Santa returns to Halloween Town to let it snow as the townfolk frolic around in the snow. Sally sneaks off after seeing the professor has a female monster and is now madly in love. So she sneaks off to be alone, however Jack sees her and asks to be by her side. So they embrace as credits roll. So that was a nightmare for Christmas. It's maybe a pop culture icon as well as a cult movie. However, this outlives its welcome and sags in the middle, which it never really recovers from. However, in saying that, the strong first half and its catchy earworm songs save this movie from being a disaster. I'm gonna give this thing seven out of 10. So go and see it in a cinema if you can this festive season. And don't forget to come back next week for my for festive fights or um, alternative Christmas movies where I look at Die Hard followed by Die Hard 2 with Weapon 1, Batman Returns and I may even sneak in a Christmas horror on Christmas Eve. 
Don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Here's Johnny's Pod and email me what you think of my podcast to Here's Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Also, follow me on SoundCloud and check out my other podcasts such as The Cycle, Omen, The Fly, and Gremlins franchise, as well as my look at other at superhero movies such as Deadpool and X Men Apocalypse. A goodbye and happy holidays.